Hello and welcome everyone. I almost messed that up. Uh, this is Chris. This is the Reader Copy Podcast. Uh, I'm your host and I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the pod. Thanks for lining up here with us. I uh, hope you guys are doing awesome. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, you brought up something the other day that I want to talk about. Oh, uh, really? Why did I forget what I brought up? What was you, it? You, you like chicken sandwiches. I do like chicken sandwiches. And yeah. You said you like it more than burgers? I do, in fact. Yeah, I made a change. I I was racking it in my head. I was... I realize I like chicken sandwiches now more. I think there's a technology. In <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. In chicken sandwiches has improved exponentially in the recent years. You uh, frequent this place that's local to us. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, I tried it. It's like walking distance. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not a huge fan of chicken sandwiches. And I'm talking to like the big hunk of fried chicken in between two bread. Fried chicken breast, right? Yeah. Maybe battered specific ways. Yeah. Usually a lot of mayo. Um, I've never been to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because of, because of what it stands for i think you i love just, beef so much i'm on a record so why break it all right i get it right you're on the cow side i like or against the cow <laughs> i like um mcchickens and mcdonald's <laughs> those are good i like the long chicken sandwich at burger king those went downhill oh wow you're i was sore now i'll say it now those those went downhill they're not no i don't think any chicken sandwich is better than a burger all right well i mean you're taking like the fast food like the bottom of the barrel kind of suggestions there there's like like uh popeyes yeah chicken sandwiches are delicious uh, i think that was a lot of hype no i think it lived up to it i mean there I've was had a, it there was a big chicken sandwich war a couple of years ago right i, I stand with popeyes <laughs> um, they are the winner i tried them all but what about like in and out burger that's really good yeah i'm not saying i'm not taking anything away from hamburgers you are though <laughs> <laughs> but but i've had so many of them in my life and they've been the top dog of sandwiches for yeah. years i think there, there's there's a regime change oh no man you're you're trying to start a coup yeah right a chicken <laughs> coop <laughs> I mean, there's there's other ones out there, other players in the game that are maybe not as good, honestly. You know what? Like, I love, like, chicken tenders, and I know it's, like, the same chicken. Basically. But once you put it in bread, it, it lessens it. I think, uh, did you try the regular one? Because yeah, I think the way to go is no lettuce, no tomato. It is really? straight up chicken sandwich with a, with two pickle slices in there. Only two. Yeah, that's right. the number. You know what? I, I think um, because it's chicken breast, right, and it's, like, a hunk of it, maybe it's, like, it's just too big yeah yeah i think so too like there's um it might be better thinner like less yeah. less big like the kind like of thin and long yeah <laughs> oval shaped do you think um when they do like a i know it's like popular it's like those nashville fiery spicy hot sweet oh yeah chicken is that better I, i've never tried those those like extremely spicy what is it, ghost reaper chili yeah chicken sandwiches or just chicken i think breasts. those are just like for instagram no i bet they taste great but i I think I'm not that into too spicy of food. Uh -huh. I think I have, I have a limit. I know mine. But I mean, when you think about like a cheeseburger. I, okay. Yeah, cheese. Mm -hmm. You got the burger. <laughs> they have those in there, yeah. That already beats the chicken. It's just you've had that so much in your life. Everyone's had it so much in their life. Like a chicken sandwich, like it's almost like refreshing. It's almost, you know, like it quenches your thirst how juicy the the 
the chicken is sometimes. Sometimes it's too uh, crispy. And I know fried chicken is great crispy. Yeah. It hurts the roof of my mouth <laughs> when you're eating it in that way, like a bite out of a thing. If I'm like tearing up a chicken tender or pieces of like a drumstick, it's manageable. Okay. A, a chicken sandwich is too much of an event, too much of a challenge. Like you the, have weak gums. The work is in the mouth and, you know, it's vulnerable. All right. It would take smaller bites. That's always an option. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know not. what you're talking about. Um, I mean, the, the other ones that are not as good, like Wingstop, I thought was going to be great because, you right. know, it's already an established brand. Yeah. But they taste like plastic. It tastes like those, um, like when you're like a kid and you have like mm -hmm. the fake food that comes with your fake kitchen. <laughs> it tastes like that. That's what it tastes like. But you like the wings there. I do like the wings. And I'll say I'll go with the boneless thing, boneless okay. chicken wings because I'm lazy. Um, You know what I used to like as a kid hmm. when you're like in elementary school, you get like the chicken pad sandwich at like the cafeteria and it's it's just like microwaved right you're talking about lunch food like yeah. school lunch series yeah, yeah. That, those are good i mean if it's the only option that's how i saw school lunch <laughs> that's how i saw chicken sandwiches well that's what you that's that's, that's why that's why yeah. you don't like those are lunch. not well those are not hard and crispy they're kind of soggy we're with opposites here okay you like that yeah i think i have sensitive like mouth interior <laughs> That's funny because we almost say the exact same opposite about different food. Like I like what? my cereal very soggy. I want it sitting okay, there. Okay, what is that? On You're the just side. eating oatmeal. <laughs> I actually don't like it too crispy. It's like, what am I eating? A chicken sandwich? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's funny because you coat your chicken in cornflakes. That's true. I've been making uh, chicken sandwiches myself or just chicken. Yeah. And uh, I, I coat it in cornflakes and make it legit. And you use frosted flakes. Yeah, that was a mistake. I made it once and it, it burned way too hard because <laughs> of the it's sugar. sugar. I didn't think about it. Like I'm looking at the cornflake options. Like that tastes the best when I'm make, having cereal. <laughs> my, my, my chicken is just going to be sweet. That's awesome. Do you eat fried chicken in a bowl of milk? <laughs> you don't? I just I, I'm not a huge fan of the chicken in the sandwich because I like chicken by itself right have you had the chicken sandwich at um, I heard the one at like KFC is pretty good you know I think I've had it once um, but I had to give it to Popeye so I just like stuck with my guns and went wow. over there wow yeah you know the, the regular chicken sandwich with a lemonade is the go to move at any different spot and I just I especially like it at Popeye's alright I don't want to harp on this too long but mm -hmm. I gotta bring up one place that we both love is Raisin Cane's. Oh, wow. Yeah. But have you had the sandwich there? Because we always get the chicken like tenders. We don't have any of those spots left uh, yet around us. Yeah. They're coming. But every time we've gone uh, in travels, we've always just get the regular chicken tenders. I've never gotten a chicken sandwich yet, but I'm I'm willing to try for sure because it's I like think one of my favorites. Their chicken is not super crispy; it's more juicy. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll like their sandwich because it, it yeah it is like very like thin batter, but yeah. they do something where it's so much juicier than other chicken spots. For yeah, some I think reason. it's soaked in a bowl of milk. So <laughs> I'm onto something. Holy cow. Really? Yeah, maybe you are onto something, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> uh, all right. If you're uh, first time tuning in, uh, welcome. Daniel, could you explain how the show works? First up, we run up the debate. Hamburgers versus chicken sandwiches. Hamburgers. Then we go into our comic book news, where we introduce you to everything that came in in comic books this week. Uh, in the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. Go and run through it. Today, we're doing a WWE comic book. That's right. Wrestling yes, yes. comic book. 
at the end, we'll talk about a side stories, but in watching, reading, any entertainment we've enjoyed this week. All right, let's hop into the news. I think this is the end of like the old regime of DC movies, the DCEU. Right. Coming with Aquaman 2. And the trailer dropped this week. And I'm uh, I'm not expecting it to be good. Yeah. I'm not expecting an amazing story. Um, There's been some uh, rumors about it being pretty bad. Yeah. But what was your impressions just watching the trailer? Okay. I, I'm trying to set my expectations aside. Yeah. And just watching the trailer. Yes. I'm like, it goes like it looks like a sequel right to the movie we saw <laughs> yes. yes like I'm, it looks just like it's more of the same yeah i agree yeah which um who's the guy that plays orm i forget his name Will, no is it what no no something arnett no that's totally different no. person but um i like that actor yeah it's and, the conjuring guy right yeah i forget his name every time um conjuring guy i like his acting and i think this movie will be like um kind of like a buddy cop with him and aquaman okay Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll like it more because I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I wasn't amazed by it either, but I'm looking at it from what it is. It's just a summer blockbuster, a lot of like lush, saturated colors in it. Yes. And, you know, just like, just watch it for that. Like, it's like a cartoon, like episode of a long cartoon. Right. Um. Obviously, there's like, you got to compare it with what Disney's making, right? Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, with Marvel. Yeah. So I thought you like very, Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, it looks like Little mermaid it does and uh i don't know which one i don't i never watched little mermaid but it looks like it's the same universe that's good i like what you're saying a good crossover right here's here's the uh you know the amalgam universe (laughs) (laughs) aquaman and ariel yeah little mermaid what other dc movies can we amalgam with live action disney (laughs) live action oh man i don't know batman and what like beauty and the beast beauty wow okay that's pretty good I want to see that. <laughs> or like a Maleficent. <laughs> Are you expecting much from this sequel? Honestly, like looking at it with the bright colors and everything, yeah. I kind of want to see it. Like I I think maybe the very bad rumors about it right. are doing it favors for me at least. Like now my, you're interested. My, no, my expectations are minuscule so it can only be good good to what i'm I'm thinking for this you know yeah i've heard bad things yeah bit messy uh yeah the rewrites and redos and the worst thing i've heard and this could probably be a spoiler okay was they did test screenings and people walked out because of a certain scene that happens I hear, I heard the same thing. What the hell could it be? I can, I, I know, I think I know what, what scene and what happens in the scene, but I'll just say like, it's, it sounds pretty bad. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been like some sketchy scenes about from things from movies recently. Yeah. And, but you haven't heard of like major stories of people walking out. There's mm-hmm. like a, a pretty offensive scene. I think from Oppenheimer, like, well, that's kind of spicy. Wow. Really? Yeah. Um, so what, what could it, is it an Amber Heard thing? No. <laughs> Does Captain Jack Sparrow show up and they have a court case? Uh, no, it, it's, honestly, it could be worse. But, uh, wow. yeah, as you brought it up, Amber Heard is in one blink and you'll miss it clip in this and has no dialogue in the trailer. Yes, yes. I wonder what that means. Was it like a whole flip on the, flip on the script with yeah. the character I'm after, sure. after the court case? Um, I remember before that she was like talking about how like, yeah, I'm basically going to be the, the lead of the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're, even, you're barely an extra. <laughs> she she's uh, supposed to be the queen, right? I guess. Yeah. 
Um, and then even like the DC head showed up to the the thing and said like that was never the plan. I think she's heavily cut out of probably the original script already. Yeah. Okay. And then you know as things got worse for her, they probably diminished even more and more to the point where like I bet she's in her dog know. stepped on a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's like barely in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think I the honestly this sounds like the best move for DC to do. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't really care about this movie. Um I'm pretty much done with the DCEU. Mhm. Uh I'm not a huge fan of this version of Aquaman anyway. Uh when I think of Aquaman, I don't think of like a bro Jason Momoa style guy. You didn't like that flip on the thing from what we, you know. There was like opposite ends of the spectrum with Aquaman. There's the nerdy like old-timey Aquaman he's a loser yeah. and then there's a like ultra cool like when he got to the cartoons there's his league cartoon he's yeah. super cool and this was like kind of in between you know he's like a bro dude but you know he's yeah. like awesome but he's also like kind of not the smartest maybe I don't know sure um yeah I, I think I would have liked the second choice maybe more just ultra cool yeah just like you know he is the king of Atlantis already and yeah okay yeah he, and more authoritative yeah that that makes him stand against some of the other strong like the trinity of the justice league right yeah mm -hmm. um this looks like they're not introducing any new villains they i think like somewhat are well i mean like they've taken black manta and given him a bigger role but he was in the first one a bunch yeah that's true i think he's going to be obviously the big force against him yeah i guess they're giving more powers is what i mean like they have right. the, the trident and then like a, like a retro villain like whatever that guy was wielding at the first hand the black trident yeah and he i guess he wields is that the trench those those like zombies. I don't know. They're like zombie ones. They're not really like creatures. They're just zombie army or something. Yeah. It looks like, like a huge like plague on the seven kingdoms and maybe they were like controlled this gives me um hella vibes okay she yeah had like a dead army the black and green look yeah there's a whole like um you take the leader of their kingdom and he has to go on his journey with someone he doesn't trust <laughs> right to help defeat the new person who has like an evil power yeah there's that uh, one beef i have with aquaman is like why does he always go to the desert <laughs> it's his the, biggest weakness the, his biggest weakness like Mermaid Man has more <laughs> forethought than him. Stay in the water. Um, do you think you're going to like all the effects of like this one? He's like riding a, a, a giant seahorse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. The same thing like yeah. CG mess, but you just forget about it. Maybe you, just, maybe you should expect more from Aquaman and DC, yeah. but it's like, this is what you're getting. Don't expect more. Getting. You know, expect octopus playing the drums. <laughs> expect that that big thing in the creature what is it like a big shrimp did you see that big like yeah black creature like attacking the the horde like a kaiju mm -hmm. does that thing look cool to you no okay i just uh i don't know I, it's not my bag mm. honestly i think even if you did like an aquaman that i would prefer i still wouldn't like the story <laughs> the story oh different just like because yeah. like what aquaman has to do like his kind of premise of like i ride fish i'm not a whole big fan of a seahorse is my is my whip <laughs> um honestly i think you might see more jason momoa remember that whole thing with the flash and like yeah. they said like jason momoa for some reason you're always aquaman it's always you arthur no. curry you're the arthur curry which like why we even have that note if it wasn't to change up the future i i hate it yeah i hate it please no <laughs> 
I uh, just if you're doing a brand new thing, you got a new Superman, you're gonna get a new Batman. Just redo everybody, right? That's you, what I've been saying. You already dropped a Wonder Woman three, right? You like said that's not gonna happen. So yeah, you could use Jason Momoa, put him in a role that fits him more, and recast Aquaman. Yeah, that's the move. That's the play. I I agree with you. It's just like I, I, I you still really don't know. We promised so much with James Gunn and all that. Uh-huh. And hopefully, hopefully this is the end of it. I mean, Blue Beetle was not bad. I think I like Blue Beetle. It was fun. It wasn't a whole lot, but it was fun. This, I think, uh, maybe sh- maybe it could be a good send off, and just think of it in that way. If if the writers figure it out that this is going to be the end of it. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is the first one made a shitload of money. True. Yeah. So they kind of have to do this one. I think they were, you know, marketing to other nations, right? Yeah. Atlantis. Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Every everyone underwater. That's a bigger market. Yeah, think you know about what? it. When you think about it, um, the foreign market, international. I think they're more inclined to like these heavy CGI movies because it does. Like, I feel like America, the domestic box office, it's not a big deal. But when they add in the international, they're making like hundred times over because uh, World of Warcraft. Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, made almost nothing domestic. Yes, and made so much money internationally. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that i i knew it made a little here i didn't know it made so much over there yeah like way more and i think um that's the same thing with the first aquaman right and i think it's probably gonna happen again with the second one was it just like the cg effects just captured you know the just, overseas audience underseas <laughs> i don't know what why it does so much better like do they just want to see the unrealistic it's the um you know great visual storytelling i'll call it that <laughs> It's easy to understand what's going on. I think that might be it. Maybe like a complex story you have to translate is actually the roadblock to maybe other markets. Yeah. You know? So just make it simple and fun and there's the bad guy, here's the good guy. I guess that makes sense. It's also like because he's like king of the oceans. Right. It's like non, like you're not specifically saying like what he's king of, like country or region. Right. Yes. Not He's not... Um, Champion of the American way, right, Superman, yeah. right? He's not wearing an American flag on his chest. Yes, maybe that's it. That could be very, very much it. There's a, also a different costume in this where he's like all, all blue. Oh, is there? As opposed to the gold and green top and bottom. The uh, orange and teal look yeah. that he usually has. Yeah, he's, I guess it's like a newer version of the character, uh, but he's wearing all blue. That's not enough to get me interested. Not not uh, your vibe yet? Not enough of a turn? No, just uh, I'm not going to watch... Like opening night. Do you think you're going to watch it in the theater? Maybe not, huh? I can see it in your eyes. I'm trying to think of like what else is coming out around that time. Oh, okay. And if there's nothing else, I probably will. It's Christmas time, right? It's releasing Christmas time. Right. So I I get it. They're just looking for that family market when they have nothing to do. Yeah. Christmas day or whatever. I don't think there's anything coming out around that time that's going to be like a competitor. Yeah. Yeah. So Aquaman, it's going to get that audience for sure somehow, some way. What if it saves the DCU? It does so well. Holy crap. Crap. <laughs> that they're like, you know what? People love this. We got to bring it back. More than the seven kingdoms of the sea, it saves a whole universe. <laughs> what the Flash can never have done. <laughs> Um, you know what can be saved? Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's the Spider-Man universe over at Sony. Jeez. Um, I know they're coming out with Kraven, which I am excited for. Really? They're Ask yourself, out. really? <laughs> They're coming out with uh, the announced Venom 3, which I have high hopes for. Hopes. I'm not saying it's going to be good. Expectations? Yeah. like I, oh. I really like the Venom characters. One of my favorite characters. And I enjoyed the first one. End of statement. 
Andy Circus, please come back. <laughs> um, but what's not happening is the Bad Bunny led movie El Muerto that has been officially like axed. Is that true? So I hear it's like it's off the calendar, which can mean you know it's not planned. But for sure, like Bad Bunny is not in the role. That's what I hear. Yeah, but I would. Yeah. I'm willing to bet the whole movie's done. Is totally canceled. Yeah, is off the calendar. Like yeah. totally off. Um, it, it did seem odd for them to have even this character at all, like a lesser known yeah. character. I get it. They have to dis- diversify. Right. Like not just that, like hedges their bets in a way. Sure. And, you know, Bad Bunny is like the most popular music artist around yeah. right now. But I do think like it would have been a bad movie. Yes. I, th- I agree <laughs> with you. I mean, I th- maybe his wrestling skills were the reason to have him. He, he sure. Did, he, he did he, wrestle. He did wrestle a minor bit, right? Yeah. So maybe that was the, the why they thought it was a perfect casting. Um, but I think it's kind of a cool idea. Like he has a mask that gives him superpowers. It's have been done yeah, before. But <laughs> do you think he was going to wear like a full on yellow zoot suit? Maybe that could work. <laughs> but the, the character, from what I know, he's like big, like, like Bane almost. Oh yeah. And Bad Bunny is not that big. I guess so. Muscular wise. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how he was going to look. It didn't feel like it was a match of like characters. It was more like a match of like, Hey, let's make a lot of money. Okay, that makes sense. I could see that. I mean, he's a superstar. He's a high life of a celebrity. I think he's looking for another bag. When they announced this, he was at the height of his popularity. And since then, it has gone down a lot. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I, I, I honestly do not listen to Latin music? pop. Yeah, music, I guess, just in general. From what I've heard through the grapevine, um, his popularity in the Latin culture has taken a, a nosedive. Wayne, wow, wow. Because he started dating a Kardashian. Yes. <laughs> I heard about this too. I knew that. So maybe Sony's like, we can't, we're not getting make any kind of like profit from this. Not messing with that. That sounds surprising. She's like the best Kardashian. I, I, well, she's not even Kardashian, I honestly. <laughs> Um, I, I heard he's going to have a joint First of all, the best Kardashian is Rob, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the best Kardashian is um Courtney's ex-husband. What's his name? <laughs> Lamar? No, no. Um, Scott Disick. Scott Disick. Yeah. yeah, Batman himself. I like Scott Disick. Scott Disick is yeah. the best Kardashian. Um, yeah, I heard Bad Bunny. I thought he was on the rise. Like, he's opening up... Like, I think he's going to have a joint album with Drake. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh. There was some rumors about Drake that. Drake just does collab albums with anybody. But I think... I'll all rappers do that now. It's the trend. It, it works. So his name, Bad Bunny, sounds more like a Spider-Man villain than the character El Muerto. <laughs> right. So he might just shift to being a Superman, a Spider-Man villain in real life. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what this movie is going to be about. I don't think Spider-Man was going to be in it at all. So I'm not surprised it kind of like is not happening. Yeah, I I, uh, I, want, I think they should just use more popular characters. I, I don't think El Muerto was the move. Maybe maybe just because they could have gotten the superstar, they could do the movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he, without him, it's not a movie. He might have brought up like, I want to do this movie. I know this character. That might have been it. He might have pulled a, a Blade, you know. Uh, oh, just it was his idea. Yeah, his idea to do this movie yeah and then sort of like let's do it i would believe that more yeah but i I do think it got cut off the calendar because of his like schedule and then now it's just like let's just if you don't want to do it we're not going to do it okay right just say it just say you don't want to do it you know (laughs) if you're busy let us know right um switching over to real comic book news now speaking of not wanting to do it uh it was announced that um their vertigo ip fables yes right like there's a big controversy 
about it. So apparently the author, Bill Willingham, um, he has had some big disputes with the DC brass, right? He right. he doesn't like the way they maneuver his property with fables. I mean, he's been doing it for so many years. I'm not sure, but I think some issues have come out still recently, like he's been doing it for so long. Yeah. I, I might know the this book. It's like um, fairy tale characters going to real life, right? Like, exactly. You know, the big bad wolf turned a detective and they like- it's like every one of those fairy tale stories. You might know them from like Disney, but it's more like the Brothers Grimm versions. versions. And then plopped into like New York City. <laughs> yeah. They all like live like in an apartment complex. Yeah. And they all like live. Um, really good story. I recommend reading it if you haven't yet. But that author has had to speak with the, the authority there. He's like, I don't like how they're marketing my material and all that. And yep. He even like put a blog post on Substack saying like, when I originally did the contracts with DC, you know, so many, I think it was like decades ago already, mm-hmm. the people at the top had like integrity, he would yeah. say. And they knew it was a, um, it was a author owned property, right? right? Like creator owned, I should yeah. say. That was the contract deal he had. And like with legalese and all that and maneuvers with the new brass, he doesn't like how they're handling things. And he's like, you know what, if I can't handle it and it's not really going to be mine mm-hmm. i'm just going to give it to the people and make it public domain the whole fables <laughs> property so public domain means there's no copyright or trademark or anything on it people can just do whatever they want with those ip of course dc does not like this no no they're hating this they're saying like we will no matter what the author is saying with all of our legal force and power <laughs> We will dispute this right. and go into activity and looking to to keep the property. Right. They're hinting at they'll do a lawsuit. Um, I, they have the money behind them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's just like a back and forth between the creator and the company. Yeah. And it's just drama that's so exciting to, to listen to. Fables to is very popular. Um, what They have like video games too, right? Yeah. There was the uh, Telltale game. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with that IP like television or movie wise. I can imagine it's because of this relationship specifically. Yeah, you Like think? the creator and DC and Vertigo. Right. Um, I think that's what he was looking forward to, making a public domain, is like, have it people make it into a video game. Maybe they do a spin-off comic books or whatever, or... I don't know what. I mean, he was just like, open it, give it to many good hands instead of a few bad hands. That's what he said. I don't, that's the thing, though. You don't know if it's good hands. Yeah. Because they could make bad stuff and you have no say. That's true. Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, they're literally not his characters, <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it kind of is. Yeah. You know, fables, the, those version of the characters. If it's um, public domain, can you profit from it? Like if I'm taking a, something that's in public domain, make something out of it, can I s- then sell that product? I think you can't make profit off other people's work, but maybe other people's work gives it more popularity. And if you make something again, like it makes like a sequel to Fables or whatever. Yeah. Like if I, I just made a story that. with the, the Fables characters, can I sell that story? I think so. Yeah. I think you can. Okay. Because like um, public domain usually works when it's just been like, what, 50 years after an IP has been- I think it's like a hundred years. Is it a hundred years? Yeah. Okay. A hundred years it's been out um, being used and yeah. s- saved privately. And then 
it becomes public domain and anyone can use it. I think there's some kind of like filing you could do to keep it. it that's true, yeah. But it, the expiration date is 100 years, I think. I think Winnie the Pooh was like the most famous one recently about that. Yeah. It went to the public domain. Yeah. And like there was like, you know, horror movies with Winnie the exactly, Pooh. Exactly, yeah. Pinocchio. Is that, is that the same thing with Pinocchio? I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean, they did yeah. that live action one with Disney. You know, it was made with them for a while still. Because there was one that was about to get 100 years, but I think Disney did whatever you have to do to keep it. It was Mickey Mouse. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I think I think you want to keep that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was approaching 100 years. I could believe that too, yeah. It's yeah. pretty, pretty dang long time. So do you think DC will file a lawsuit and could keep these characters? Or is it... Because uh, I'm not sure exactly what the contract is, but if it's creator-owned, I feel like they have like no say, right? Um, the, I mean, DC has been known to make these maneuvers and move things around and right. keep... Make loopholes, right? Yeah. I mean, like the most famous one was Alan Moore. Right. With uh, Watchmen. Yeah. And we know they made more Watchmen stuff. Because it was like the contract, original contract was like, you can't um, mix more reprints without my say-so, Alan yeah. Moore. And then they didn't. They didn't make reprints of single issues, but then trade paperbacks became a thing. Yeah. And they and made a lot of those. Totally different story. Right. And then they did like, you know, before Watchmen stuff too. There's that too. Yeah. I don't know how that worked. Yeah. But I, I don't know if he'll have... He'll get what he wants in the end. Yeah. DC and Warner Brothers, Discovery, they, uh, they're they going to throw money at this. Is there a comic book creator union? I wonder if that's a thing. Like artists or writers? I bet there is. Colors? And none of them are in Marvel or DC. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I bet Marvel and DC like, don't want to work with them. It's such a different story with that. You really are like a contract player. Yeah. Unless you're a big guy and you get in, like the full Marvel deal or whatever. Right. If you're like bigger before, you're on there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. I understand everything when Marvel hires you they own everything but they're the ones you kind of want to work for Marvel and DC that's what you hear at least yeah they, yeah. they want that big uh, that big break really right get your name out there and it works I think for some people right yeah so um, I I don't know what's going to happen with Fables characters uh, if it's in um, public domain I'd like to see what other people will do with it my guess is porn well <laughs> <laughs> I think that's already existed I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. Well, they should sue those people then. But <laughs> <laughs> That's where the real money is. All right, that's it for the news this week. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not excited about Aquaman. I was never excited about Alberta. <laughs> and now Fables is public domain. So I guess it's kind of like bad news all around. Kind of a weird situation. I don't know. All right, well, uh, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Um, you can find us on all your podcast platforms uh, and then even on Spotify. So check us out there too. Please do all of that find us on instagram facebook and x uh, all the social media platforms out there we're at the reader copy podcast hope to hear from you all right it's time for our comic book this week it is a wwe comic and it is called it's like redesign reclaim and rebuild My comic book lifespan has gone like this. Mm, okay. Um, like around elementary school, I got into comic books. Um, remember in uh, Scholastic, you'd order books and they'd send them to you? I do remember that, yeah. For some reason, they sold comic books. So they, I bought those. What? Yeah. Just so we, had, we had that. We never had those. We had like rulers and erasers you could buy from Scholastic. Thing. I got like two comic books a month. Damn. 
for like a year. That's cool. That's how I got into comic books. And then, of course, you know, the movies and cartoons. And I collected a lot of Marvel Masterpiece cards. Right. Right. That's until like fifth grade. And then uh, and then I kind of died off. And then in the early 2000s, I got into it again with trade paperbacks. That was a big thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I started reading things like uh, Avengers, uh, New Avengers. Right. Um, Astonishing X-Men. X-Men. House of M, stuff like that. Uh, and I got into that. And then it, that kind of died off too, a little bit. And then I got into collecting comic books, like the actual single issues. Right. Yeah. Right. Collecting floppies. And that's around uh, a couple of, what was it, 2015, 2016 maybe? Maybe, yeah. As so I was like, man, I, I'm going to start collecting single issues and even went back to like the trades that I liked and started collecting those single issues. Oh, I see. The ones you had already. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, along with that, I was getting into like going to cons and getting autographs on these books. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that lifespan, it kind of like three parts of when I was really into them. Uh, it's kind of similar with wrestling. Is it now? Interesting. Okay. Never knew. Of course, when I was in like a kid, I'm eating my vitamins and saying my prayers and I was a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> what? The American way type yep. thing? I was watching wrestling and I believed it. Because <laughs> it was real back then. I watched Hulk Hogan beat Andre the Giant. I watched the Mega Powers form. The what? Mega Powers is Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage as a tag team. I never heard of this before. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I never what? heard of it before. The Mega Powers? Yeah, the Mega Powers. There was Ultimate Warrior. There was um, Jimmy Snuka. All these wrestlers, right? Superfly. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, then I kind of stopped watching it for a while, but then I got back into it when like the Attitude Era of wrestling, which was mid-90s, which was like um, Stone Cold and The Rock and WCW had like NWO. Right. That was like the pinnacle of wrestling. That That's when I started, right? Yeah. Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> that's the bottom line. I, I was also watching with like Bret Hart and Shawn It Michaels. doesn't matter. <laughs> But it, of course, like WCW got sold out to WWE. Um, and then I didn't watch for a while. It got kind of silly. Um, I stopped believing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you believe it at that period? We no, like, I knew this, this is legit. I mean, when people say it's fake, they're only half right. Oh, because really? Because hmm. it's fake as in they're not trying to hurt each other and that the outcome is predetermined determined, and that the storylines are made up. But is it real as if like they are? putting their bodies on the line they are jumping from turnbuckle to like announcer table yeah getting thrown off top of the hell in the cell yeah that's really them doing it yeah it's controlled chaos yeah is what it is um and then there's like this whole period of time that i didn't watch that it was still very popular i just didn't watch it so i never really got into like when john cena and brock lesnar were like the guys yeah they call john cena the greatest of all time yeah i don't get that at all he's the, the greatest he's not bret hart he's the greatest goat of all time <laughs> <laughs> He's the goatiest goat. I just don't see it. I, I don't get it. You get it? I just don't see it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but now, lately, I'm talking very recently, I'm getting back into it. Wow, you're back on the train with this. Yeah. And I, it was like a learning curve. I had to learn who all these new people are because I, I didn't watch them coming up. And It takes you to explain to me who they are. Yeah. And I had to... The only way to get into it is to just keep watching, right? Right. Yeah. It's like comic books. Yeah. You, know, you could start anywhere, but then you have to keep going. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's no... Like wrestling doesn't really have like issue one. Right. They don't have uh, reboots. Yeah. Their stories don't really end either. They just kind of move. 
Right, yeah. They do have different universes, apparently. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> they do. Now there's two different shows where the, there's not that much crossover. And other companies. Like, there's, I guess, there's competitors like AEW. Right, right? Exactly. I mean, they had that before with WCW. Yeah. But it's totally different universes. They don't... Right. Well, they're talking Marvel DC. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I'm getting into it again. In fact, we bought tickets to go to a live show, and I've never been to one before. It's going to be great, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I want to see who's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> And now my universes are colliding wow. because I've also learned that there are wrestling comic books. It exists. Yeah. I saw there was a, a logo. It was like WWE books. What, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's a very small cross section. Apparently we fit in it. Yeah. Um, the story we're doing today is uh, by Boom Studios. And uh, I'm a fan of Boom Studios. I like their work. I like their, their work with even other properties, right? Right. It is started in 2015. It's called, uh, I think the series is called WWE. WWE, but each kind of like story arc has its own title and we're doing the the first volume of that it was called um it's like rebuild reclaim redesign in some order yeah. i don't know the exact order of those words <laughs> essentially this is the seth rollins story arc seth rollins wow yeah and this is this is the era that i didn't watch me too i don't know seth rollins that well seth Roll- i don't know him i had to go back and learn about this but seth rollins was part of the shield Okay. All right. If you say so. All right. I kind of know what that is, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this book is, I had some little bit of trouble getting a hold of who really worked on this book. Oh, really? Interesting. So I know for one, the writer is Dennis Hopeless and his actual name is Dennis Hollum. Oh, he's Hopeless is not his real last name. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, the the wrestlers do that. Sure. They have pseudonyms. (laughs) Um, he is mostly known for writing stories about kind of like coming of age stories, actually. Teenager stories. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I think one of his more popular ones was um, Avengers Arena. Do you remember that book? Yeah, I really like that one. And that's about like uh, younger superheroes, right? Yeah, like like teenagers becoming heroes and fighting. Yeah. Um, so he continued on with that book. He even wrote some follow-ups to that. And they're much like in the vein of like living up to the mantle like, kind, of, kind of story. Okay, yeah, a lot of them like psychic characters, yeah. right? Um, he actually won uh, a Harvey Award for Avengers Arena and he was even nominated for uh, a Glad Media Award. Oh, right. With his work on All New X Men. Very cool, very cool. Now, we're doing the first couple issues of the volume, and the first issue is actually like a, a prologue. Right. And that was from artist Dan Mora. Okay. We've known his work in the past. Yeah. He did, um, we did Klaus. He did that one. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he, he's done like Power Rangers comic He's books. done a whole lot of Power Rangers. He's um, pretty popular in the Boom Studios doing a lot of their work. And I really like his style. It's super cool. Yeah. It's like realistic, but still stylized. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I'm a big fan of his work. Um, and then after the prologue, it was done by artist, last name is, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Akuna or Asuna, but I've read conflicting things of which Asuna it was. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. And I think the proper one is Surge Asuna. But I've read other places that it's noted as Daniel Asuna. And I don't know which one is correct. So I'll just not say who it was. I mean, in, in the book, it says Surge Asuna. Okay. In but the I cover. can't 
Yeah, I, I've read other places. So I was looking up, is Daniel and Serge the same person? Is I it, looked that up and I nowhere could I find if it was or was not. Maybe they just like um, Vegito'd Dan Mora <laughs> and Serge Asuna into one person. I don't know. Maybe. Confused. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to say yes or no if this person uh, did this work or credit them for much. Serge Asuna, whoever that is, did this book. I can't say what else he's done because I couldn't find much about Serge Asuna. I hear you. I did find things about Daniel Asuna, who's been, I've seen him credited on this book in some pages, but I don't know if it's the same person. Wow. What a mystery as intrigue. Yeah. It's almost like as dramatic as wrestling. Wow. I like it. Is it even a real person? Who's, who is that under the mask? <laughs> Um, but anyway, like I said, it starts with a prologue, and this is by Dan Mora, his artwork, which I really like. And it starts off with the shield, right? They're already formed, yes. The shield has been like running WWE for a while. Um, it's three guys, of course, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. They call him the architect of the yeah. shield, right? And then um, Roman Reigns, who's very popular now too. Yeah. And then do you know this guy, Dean Ambrose? I know him more because of reading this, but I kind of get he's like the angry guy. Yeah, because you might not know now because after this like storyline here he left and went to AEW where right. he's kind of like one of the top guys there and he, he doesn't go by Dean Ambrose over there I think he goes by like John Moxley yeah which I think Dean Ambrose was his WWE made up name okay I wonder if Moxley is his real name interesting I, I think that might be his real name okay all right but um this takes place on a Monday Night Raw which is like their premier regular show uh I can't wait to go to this <laughs> They're, you know, they're, they're the cool guys. They've, a lot of them have like long hair, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, but they're always wear like all black, right? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like their version of the NWO. Yeah. Okay. Because when they come out, they come out through the crowd and walk down into the ring. Serious? I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. And when they first premiered, it was kind of like they're invading almost. Oh my like, gosh. Like we're just taking over. These guys came from nowhere. Yeah. The shield. Um, and the story is told through um, like internal monologue of Seth Rollins. Yeah. Right. And do you know who the authority is? <laughs> yeah, they're like the Justice League. Oh, <laughs> no. The WWE Authority is a storyline where like Triple H, Triple H was a former wrestler now turned um, like head of creative for it, WWE. It becomes an executive. Yeah. Um, by marrying the owner's daughter. <laughs> I, so this is the storyline I want to talk about. Yeah. In the show, he, in the storyline, Triple H, I think like drugs Stephanie, <laughs> the, the daughter, and they get married. <laughs> and then forward, moving forward, they're married. <laughs> I could not believe this as a 10 year old. I'll just say, you know, wrestling is sometimes fake. <laughs> is it? Is it? I don't, I don't know. But essentially like, yeah, he is now the head of WWE in the storyline. Okay. Right? Uh, and it's like one of those like abusive power thing. Like, so then the shield is totally against them. They're, they're the bosses, right? And yeah, he, it's the Vince McMahon of it all. You don't like the boss, right? Yeah. So then, um, they're really like standing in the ring opposed to like Triple H and the, the authority, oh. right? And now we kind of like what's cool about the comic book versus what we see on TV is they fill in the gaps in between like what we see on TV. Yeah, uh, I'm sure this is this is the fake stuff. What do you? Because they're on top. 
top of uh, a WWE like semi truck. Yeah. And they're just barbecuing on top of it <laughs> and like chilling in their kind of like what we would wear if we were on TV. <laughs> I mean, they are not, they're not wearing shirts. Yeah, but like he's wearing their, the, the pants he would wear and the gloves that he would yeah, wear. Yeah, but no shirts, shirts are not allowed. Um, Dean Ambrose is wearing an apron, but that's it. He's barbecuing, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so he's telling Seth Rollins like, okay, I'm almost done with the barbecue. Did you get the potato salad? And Seth is like, ah, I kind of forgot the potato salad. I've been busy. Dean Ambrose jumps off the truck and he's like, I can't believe you forgot the potato salad. And he's like, I'll go get it. Right. And then Roman's kind of like the in-between guy like just cut him some slack and dean can be kind of like obsessive about the stuff yeah uh and then all of a sudden the truck it just starts moving while they're on top of it and it's because dean just hijacks the truck to go get potato salad what the hell and on the way of them like running they almost run over um the wyatt family there's a whole family of the wyatts okay i know one of them Uh, so the leader is bray wyatt which unfortunately very recently he in real life passed away real real life yeah outside of the storyline yeah yeah um, his real name, I forget his first name, but his real name is um, uh, Rotunda, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And I found this out too. He's the son of a former wrestler. Oh, a lot of heritage is in uh, wrestling. Yeah, generations. Um, do you know the wrestler <laughs> IRS? No, the, the that's the real big bad, the real heel of the world. Honestly, yeah. Who is it? Erwin Arshister. Oh my! <laughs> he was a wrestler, and he wore like a suit and like um, suspenders. But yeah, his gimmick was IRS. Wow, I don't want to mess with that guy. But he, his last name is Rotunda. He's actually the father of this character, Way Bryant. Wow. Um, and they're kind of like a family of like backwoods kind of Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And. But Dean Ambrose almost runs them over. So, of course, you build, like, this rivalry between the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Wyatt family. There's a grudge being held here. Yeah. So then cut to, like, now we're uh, on SmackDown and they're wrestling, right? And uh, I really like the way they draw them because, you know, in wrestling, you can't, like, you're trying not to hurt each other. But in the artwork, it's like a brawl. Yeah. They're really going for real hits here. I mean, people are getting bruised up and getting hit in the face as hard as the comics can make it look. Right. And in this match it's the shield versus the Wyatt family but it's only Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose that were there and now that the match is over they're like where was Seth right this whole time Seth wasn't in the ring he was not even at the show they see him pull away in the car so they jump in their truck and follow him he goes to like a like a yacht party thing there's a bunch of muckety mucks here right it's like the fancy people are fine dining and right. the rich folk are out on, on these docks so then they confront Seth like what are you doing here how come you didn't have our back like you're changing man you forgot the potato salad for one <laughs> um and seth ron's like you guys are just like worried about potato salad like this is serious here we're here about some we're trying to get to the top and then right. out of nowhere a monster truck goes rolling into the party breaking a wall and uh it's again the wyatt family so then they have to like confront each other again the comic fills in the gap in between the shows <laughs> right yeah so they're fighting at like this yacht party club <laughs> and they take it uh everybody out the shield has defeated the wide family and it's almost like dean ambrose is like um i'm sorry i confronted you seth uh i always know like when worse comes to worse we have each other's back yeah so we're cool it's all good 
um, as uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose just leave the party, you do see Triple H in the background, like clapping his hands. Like, oh, yeah. good job, kid. Right. Apparently, Seth was there to meet Triple H. Oh, wow. And now we cut to the Monday Night Raw. And this is when the three of them, the Shield, are standing in the ring and looking down at the authority who's at like the entrance. Yeah. And this is this is true. This happens in the show. This is true. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it happened in, in real life on the show. Yeah. Yeah. It is drawn just like how it happens in the show. Seth Rollins turns his back on the shield. Oh my God. He takes a black metal chair, smacks it across the back of Roman Reigns. And Dean Ambrose can't believe his eyes as he gets hit too. I, I like how they draw this because it's drawn like how it's seen in the in the show. Really? Because he hits Roman Reigns and then it cuts to Dean Ambrose like in shock. In the show, I can't and they draw it just like it's like stills from the episode. It's it's legit, like and there's like better camera angles with the comic. You know, it's more exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, and it's like his turn now. I think like in his internal monologue, it's like I've grown past the shield. I'm the one that created this. I can destroy it, and it's my turn. I don't need them anymore. Wow, you just saw them as stepping stones, really. Right. Cut to later, uh, a pay per view event. Seth Rollins wins. Let me know if you know this. The Money in the Bank suitcase. So the money in the bank, is that a new thing? Like past past the attitude era yeah yeah so it's like a it's like a briefcase you could win at a ladder match you, you climb a ladder yeah. to get it and then it's like a it's like a hall pass <laughs> essentially yeah if you win this for any time in a year you could uh use it to claim uh a match against the, any champion and then challenge them for that belt okay i didn't know how to year timeline time limit that's what they say but like it's just you just hold it and it, i think this is a cool idea no the rules are the rules. <laughs> That's wrestling. <laughs> I think this is a great idea because essentially you have a champion without being a champion without a belt. No, but okay. It's just another trophy, but it adds flavor and suspense yeah. too. Yeah. Cause then, um, for like, uh, I guess a year you have this character, whoever wins it, that could be like, I could challenge anyone at any time. I'm, I'm Mr. Money in the bank. Right Mr. Now. Money in the bank. Wow. Seth, and that's Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wins this. So now he's kind of like moving up in the rock. Roster, right? And he beat it. He got it by beating Dean Ambrose. Right. Right. So um, he wins it and he goes backstage and he's like flaunting it in front of everybody in the locker room, right? Mr. Money in the Bank. Dean Ambrose, still angry, jumps him and fights him in the locker room. Because it sounds like he got some help from Kane, right? Kane. Yeah. So it's like some other people are influencing the fight and it's a, a backstage brawl with, with them. And then they're fighting and then Roman Reigns is even trying to like break it up. Um, and then out of nowhere comes Triple H. Right. The boss. Uh, and then he's pretty much no one wants to mess with him because he's in charge he's wearing a suit right now yeah and you could very much tell like he's grooming seth rollins to be like his protege his next stop right he sees him as the champ um and then he even introduces him to uh sean michaels passes by the heartbreak kid <laughs> sean michaels is seth rollins like idol right yeah so he's using sean to kind of like i knew i'm sexy <laughs> <laughs> To influence Seth Rollins to do his bidding. Yeah. Um, I was never a huge Shawn Michaels fan. Really? I'm more of a Bret Hart fan, and they're, they were rivals. Uh, were they rivals? Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I, I guess I do know that because yeah. of what happened. The biggest like controversy of all of wrestling, I think. Forever, yeah. Is the, the screw job they did on um, Bret Hart. His his brother, right? I don't want to get into that too much. Okay. But, uh, it's going to mess things up, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to convolute this story oh, yeah, right. as, that makes sense. as more as it already is, right? There's a lot of wrestling stories, man. I didn't know this. <laughs> 
Um, so then Seth continues on and there's like a, almost like a, what do you call this? Training montage. Montage. Yeah. yeah. Of him just like wrestling all these people, making his way up to a uh, contender. And like there's scenes of him wrestling John Cena, he even wrestles Roman Reigns again. And this whole time he's like, these Dean and Roman, they had, they never had it in them. They didn't have the dog in them. Right. Right. I'm doing everything, stepping over people to get to the top. Right. And, um, you still see like, um, he's looking back at Dean and Roman and they're still like barbecuing and stuff yeah and you could tell like he wishes he could be part of that still. he's not saying that but but like my goal is the championship yeah he's got blinders on and he goes to um triple h this is like a couple months later he's like i want my shot right because he, he wants to use the money in the bank yeah and triple h is constantly like patience and time right you'll get there and then now it's come to wrestlemania this is wrestlemania 31 and i like this wrestlemania because it was here oh it was <laughs> yeah. local it was in Santa Clara, California. This is where the 49ers play. Wow. Okay. Levi Stadium. Re- legit real. Wow. I remember and, watching this WrestleMania. And they do WrestleManias outside now, like in big stadiums where there's like no roof. Yeah. They didn't this, do that before. This was one of them because I remember it started with daylight and ended at nighttime. It's like a full day. Wow. Yeah. It's a long thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I realized like the shows are like three hours long. Well, WrestleMania is way longer too. Oh my. So he has a match here with um, Randy Orton, who's also one of my favorite wrestlers i he's kind of lame to me but okay the viper he always seemed <laughs> like boring but that's his he needs to beat him to get a shot at the championship like that was a deal with triple h yeah well guess what he loses wow he does not beat randy orton and now he's in the shower <laughs> there's really like a picture of him in the shower i know like pounding the wall like damn it that's my favorite part of the clock. <laughs> Why didn't they write it that I would win? No. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, and then Triple H is there, which is funny because he's like just eating like a turkey leg or something. Yeah. And he's like, you'll get it, baby. You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> One of these days. Um, but it takes Shawn Michael to like see like, you know... It, uh, I went through this in the past. Maybe you just got to take the opportunity if it's in front of you. Yeah. You know? Right. You got to make your own destiny. Yes. So now in the same pay-per-view, WrestleMania, is the championship match. It's between the then champion Brock Lesnar and the contender Roman Reigns. Wow. And in the middle of their match, this is the main event, Seth Rollins comes out with his money in the bank thing and he's like, I'm going to use it. And guess what? He wins the match. Yeah. If he's going in halfway and beats these guys are super tired and he wins and he's the, the the champion world heavyweight champion but this is also upsetting triple h he's like this is not part of what i had planned for you right yeah so now like you weren't ready but you have to face the consequences of what winning this belt has even if you're not ready okay the real work starts here pal yeah but seth Rollins doesn't care he's champion yeah he's walking down the backstage and he's has his belt and he's flaunting in front of everybody but you know who's not happy brock lesnar <laughs> I mean, he was gonna defend his regular. He already had the 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 belt. He was yeah. defending it, and he's not saying anything. Like he always doesn't say anything. Right. It's Paul Heyman. Goods barking in there. Like my client. What yeah. his belt was stolen from right up under him. <laughs> so just like him. <laughs> You know, I kind of get this because Brock was the champion, except Seth came out and pinned Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, like, Brock lost the championship belt without really losing. He was never pinned himself. Yeah. So, he's coming out. He 
came out this is Monday Night Raw after rest, uh, WrestleMania, and they're all claiming this, and he's like pissed off. He's tossing the announcer table around, and what he does is he even grabs uh, a cameraman and assaults one of the cameramen, which then infuriates Stephanie McMahon, who is the daughter of the owner of the whole thing, right? Yeah. She's Stacy Carosi. <laughs> What? You know Stacey Kurosi? It sounds familiar. What are we talking She's about? She's from uh, Saved by the Bell oh, during the beach episodes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> the daughter of the boss. She comes out and says, because you assaulted a non-wrestler, you assaulted one of our employees, right? You're suspended. Oh my gosh. You cannot show up to any wrestling event until we say you're not suspended anymore. So that deals with Brock Lesnar. He's gone for a while. But this doesn't look good on Seth Rollins. Like it took the boss's wife to clean things up for you and like... Fight your own battles, man. Right. Uh, well, here's another battle. Who was also angry? Roman Reigns. Yeah. He, you messed up my one chance to win the championship. Of course. So he comes out and he attacks uh, Seth Rollins, right? And they're literally in the trash, like finding each other, like in the <laughs> alley. Gross. And you know who breaks it up? Kane. Oh. Kane shit. is a member of the authority. Oh, he is. Okay. And he's wearing like a suit, right? Yeah. Isn't he governor now? Uh, I forgot. Well, there's a, weirdly a lot of politician wrestlers. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, right? Is <laughs> I that think it? it was- oh, Ace Ventura? <laughs> Not Ace Ventura. <laughs> Something Ventura. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name, but Ventura. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's then another like mono, uh, montage of Seth defending his championship. Everyone wants a shot at it, but- he's able to kind of just like somehow win everything he's keeping it yeah and what's hard about it what he doesn't understand is now that he's champion he's the face of the company he's a star and he has to do way more than what other wrestlers have to do he has to like go to these like press conferences um and show up and be with the fans and all this and like it's less time for him to train and even sleep right yeah i mean he's sitting there with triple h and there's a whole crowd of people taking pictures of him asking dumb questions and then comes in Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar. Right. And he's, this says, like, Brock has served his suspension already. It, he deserves a rematch. He never lost. You're like a fake champion, right? Yeah. And they do this in, like, a fan event. So it's all live. I mean, it's, like, out in the open public looking. Right. So they do this because the fans want to see this match. Yeah. So with the fans egging them on, Seth is like, let's do it, right? Yeah, I'm not it. scared. And this, of course, again, Triple H is pissed off that he's, like, a loose gun you just messed up kid and the the battle goes on there's actual uh ring battle and they're fighting and it's it is suplex city with brock lesnar (laughs) if you haven't seen brock lesnar he's huge gigantic yeah and he's like manhandling seth rollins seth rollins he's in over his head really like there's no way he's gonna beat brock lesnar until the lights shut off (laughs) and when they come back on you know who appears who the undertaker The dead man, Undertaker, and he's there after revenge for uh, Brock Lesnar. Right. They've had yeah. run-ins in the past. Yeah. And this is the only way Seth Rollins is like able to win this match. So the Undertaker had to come back from the dead to, to <laughs> take out Brock Lesnar. And then uh, we learn that all this happened because Stephanie McMahon, of course, had to like egg on The Undertaker and say like, you know, you should get revenge over Brock Lesnar and all this stuff. And again, Seth Rollins feels like I haven't really won on my own. Yeah. It's not his win ever, really. It's always like these influences, the authority, uh, Stephanie yeah. McMahon jumping and, in. And, he, you know, he's exhausted. He doesn't realize how much it would take to be champion. And he's now 
doing a, a regular wrestling match. And if if you don't know this, they do matches um, shows that are not on TV. Oh, they do. Yeah, I always I never knew that for years. Yeah, and it, I mean they got to make money, right? Yeah. So they're doing like a regular show. It's like a regular match. So he's not really like in the mindset of it. Oh, because he's like I'm here. I'm giving my heart out um, on a show that's like not even televised. It's not even a title match. He's wrestling uh, Kane, who's like not a contender at this time. Okay. So he's kind of like, I think he's thinking of the future while he's doing this match. So he wasn't paying attention and he actually uh, like twists his knee and injures his leg. For real injury. This is real life. I think this happened in true story. Okay. It's not even like in the storyline. Like he actually like hurts his leg yeah. for real. And then this is how I think he loses the championship because he can't defend it. Jeez. And it, it's really like a, a skyrocket to the top and then just like a lackluster end to his run. A rise and fall. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to end it there. Does he come back? <laughs> Does he regain the championship? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Stay <laughs> it's, tuned. It's, it's wrestling. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins. I love Seth Rollins. He's my you favorite wrestler right now. He was um outside of my period of watching wrestling after it and yeah. uh, I guess kind of even before like this like he's not my favorite right now I don't get the character like a lot of these wrestlers like I don't get their vibe so I've been watching it and yeah. I've kind of caught up and everything and you've been like watching on the side mm-hmm. are you getting into it I am getting into it I'm liking other characters that you don't like because that's what we do yeah we have rivalries you pick one you pick the other sure. right so and and then some of them they turn on me like I don't like the character at first but I watch him enough and right I become the face Exactly. Things like that. There's shifts in the characters. That's what, uh, that's what the whole rise and fall of these characters is with wrestling. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun to like the bad guy too. Oh yeah. They definitely know how to use that ever since like Stone Cold. It was like, oh, it's cool to like the bad guy. Yeah. It, it, it took that to make um, the Hollywood Hogan type of thing, right? Right. Changes and yep. yeah. what's popular. Do you have a, a favorite right now? In actual wrestling? um, I guess, I don't know. I like Nakamura. Yeah. The Japanese guy. <laughs> I like his theme song. Because he's weird. He's so weird. The shoulder, like, like wrist forearm shoulder thing he does when he puts his hand on the ground yeah what is that i don't know nobody knows <laughs> i don't understand him also so he has a rivalry with seth rollins right now that's the misty right yeah yeah, yeah. The, what is his deal yeah we'll never know <laughs> He's the, I think his motto is like the master of like strong style. <laughs> She's like, what does that mean? Yes, yes, of course. Master of strong style. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you've never seen wrestling, there's never better been a better time to get into it. Yeah, it's pretty live. Like they up the game like in a couple so, of recent yeah. years, right? Their uh, production value is, is a lot better. A lot better. They have those like anime, like 3D animations are like, yeah. like stills like up above. It right. just changed the game. Not just yeah. a big screen. And like they also have like a lot of women wrestlers, like even more. Wait, yeah, it's a legit like own division now. Yeah. It's like um the real fighting. It's not just like a diva battle. Right. Back in the day. Do you like um LA Knight? LA Knight is pretty dang cool. Because he's <laughs> like a what like a retro attitude era type character. Yeah. LA Knight. <laughs> well, uh yeah, like I said, we're going to a live event. I'm very excited for it. Um I'm into wrestling again. It's you're on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of people, I mean it got big recently. Recently again, like a couple of years, like you said, yeah, it's a it's a big uh, big market. People yeah. love it. Well, that's um, WWE's Boom Studios version of uh, again. It's like redesign, reclaim, rebuild, or something. Ah, like so that. close. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> it's recycle, reduce, reuse. <laughs> WWE. All right, let's get into our side stories. 
I actually don't have much to talk about side stories. It was a busy week for me. Oh, yeah. Um, because I was covering uh, one of my coworkers that was on vacation. Oh, vacay. At the same time, one... I had two coworkers that I have to cover for. Oh. One was on vacation and the other one put in their two weeks so they weren't there anymore. Oh. So I was doing like three jobs. That's a lot. Yeah. A double time? I was doing like a third of each job, really. <laughs> a third of each? One a third of your own job, too? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was a busy week. I have been following up with Ahsoka. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. We haven't been talking about it that much. Mm-hmm. But um, it's I had high hopes for it. I thought it was going to be really good. It looks really good. I never watched Rebels. So maybe that's why I don't like it as much as some do. Yeah, as the, some of the other Star Wars properties or even other fans. Yeah, because other people like it because they are you know invested in these characters. These characters from the cartoon Rebels. Yeah. And I only know a little bit about that. I think going into it, uh, I felt similar. Like I did watch Rebels, like one season only. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka's in there and she's uh, all grown up as Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And then like the other characters, like Sabine Wren and Hera, did you know them? I mean, I knew them. I watched a little bit of Rebels, but like I don't have an affinity for them. Right. And this property really felt like it's just a continuation of that show. Yeah. Same thing with like the Clone Wars cartoons. So even the character Ahsoka, I don't have much, you know understanding of her character yeah I, th- I think the same way but um there's some i mean we're at episode five right now just to give yeah. everyone the status i think it's pretty good still i think i'm enjoying the even the new characters right sure um i like um balin a balin lot skull yeah uh and then his apprentice i forget her name the padawan yes yeah but i also don't get their their job their job title yeah because what are they like gray jedi is that what they're called or fallen jedi maybe we use that term back in like last jedi episode seven or episode eight rather what is it yeah what what is a great jedi I don't, I don't know they have orange lightsabers yeah i think they're they look cool and they act cool but i just don't they work for thrawn but are not sith i guess so because this is supposed to be the the lull period in between trilogies so you're not supposed to have sith around i don't know yeah i don't know um but before episode five right mm-hmm. i think people are like a little bit on down on ahsoka the show oh Oh, okay. Um, and I get it because it's a lot of just Rosario Dawson, like not giving answers to people's questions and like her arms are always crossed. And I, I get that's how Jedi masters are. So Right. But uh, that gets played out very easily. Like I'm tired of that. It moves pretty slow, yeah. uh, at least especially the first three episodes, uh-huh. pretty darn slow. And it felt like this is the Sabine Wren ep- uh, show. Yeah. And right? then she wasn't in, even the, in the last one. So it's, it's really more of like an ensemble type of thing. I think and the relationship between Padawan and Master yeah and Padawan and Master on the other side too with the villains yeah I like so, that. so there's like contrast there obviously I mean that's the Sith Jedi way right but uh, I, I think I like the the lightsaber battles you know I think the addition of like other galaxies I guess that's interesting I never yeah when they said like now we can go to other galaxies they're like what the hell have you been doing before <laughs> How big is a galaxy? I thought you've been doing that. Yeah. So there's just a lot of galaxies, I guess. So when you do light speed, are you not going that far? You're traveling to other solar systems, right? So there's solar, there's planets, solar systems, galaxies. Oh, God. Universe, clusters of galaxies, I think, is another category because they're all like swirling together. Yeah. And what, Thrawn and, and Ezra are in another galaxy? Yeah. So oh. what's that galaxy like? Is it is it even that much different from Star Wars or like? 
like what we know? I don't even, I don't know. I guess, no, they ha- They say a galaxy far, far away. So it's one galaxy, right? That, like, that the, makes sense now. They said it from the beginning. Oh my gosh. It, I never understood that. Yeah. Um, my favorite character, Huang. <laughs> Huang. Huang, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. I like him. That's um, Dave Tennant, a yeah. Doctor Who in there. He's like what, a, a Jedi Temple droid? So he was like training oh. Jedi, uh, like a little Jedis to become whatever, Jedi Knights. That's right. Yeah. He mentions having seen other Padawans before. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then he's like Ahsoka's buddy now. Right. Like a C-3PO type character. Yeah. But it is not my favorite of the Star Wars shows. I think it's better than like Obi-Wan. I think it's better than um, Boba Fett. Yeah. But I, I probably like everything else more. Andor's still my favorite. I agree. I think I'm the same place, but I, I, I'll enjoy it. I think it's still going to get better. I think. Um, I hope so. Yeah. I think it's going to get better. I think the epic battle and Thrawn with his actual live action entry will be really big and monumental. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be like almost a connective tissue show for the ultimate end game movie. The Feloniverse. The Felonia. The, yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I think this is the the main one, right? With the big, the, this one is introducing the big bad to the live action. All right. I- I will say um, I did like seeing Hayden Christensen again. You did? Yeah. I mean, I liked, I like seeing more of uh, Vader. Like, yeah. Oh, you can. Um, yeah. I, I feel like um, in, I said this before, in Revenge of the Sith, I feel like I wish there was more of bad Hayden Christensen in that movie. Like, like bad. Yeah. Like t- dark side. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it's only like the last, what, 20, 15% of the movie. I wish it was like half the movie. He was bad. You're saying before he is Darth Vader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got like those like red pupil type look and right. wearing a, a hood. So there's, of course, that whole sequence in the last episode where him and uh, Ahsoka are in like this, I don't know, in between alive and not alive state. Dream state. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I thought that was great. Do you think that's really Anakin or oh. is it just a premonition of Anakin, uh, something in Ahsoka's mind? I think it is. Um, I think it's that. I think it's just something in her mind it's not a force ghost or something like that i don't think it's actual like force ghost talking to her i think it's like when luke sees vader and he like sees like flashes yeah. of him walking through in the forest or whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. so he's like that it's dagobah. like that dagobah yeah <laughs> the 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 different visions like that and ray has visions at a certain point right it's like jedis have hallucinations all the freaking time yeah that's true they're tripping balls all the time i think this was a really good one though like the, the way the, the sequence of that dream state at least specifically yeah. And it didn't make me realize what Ahsoka's thinking throughout this whole series is that she's an apprentice the, trained by Anakin and he's the one that turned and she's scared she's going to fall down that path also. Okay. Okay. You're, you're turning my opinion on it a bit. All right. Because that, that's what I got from the last episode. She's scared that if she continues what she's doing, uh, that she's going to become like Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah. And she's trying to like really go the opposite way. You have to fight or you die. That's yeah. that's Anakin's voice. Yeah. Okay. Because my whole te- in my head was like, oh, her defining feature is who her master is, and like that's uh-huh. that's kind of a lame aspect of a character. If that's your whole yeah. characterization, but you're turning my time in a, a little bit. You yeah. know how I'm thinking about it. In the previous episode, she's fighting Balin, and he's saying like. 
all you know is fighting. All you know is destruction. And he's trying to end that. Good point. Yeah. And I think by saying that to her, he's really talking about all Jedi. All Jedi, right. Okay. The power and destruction yeah. that you bring. Maybe I like the show more than I think. <laughs> you're, you're changing your own opinion. Yeah. Balin is really dang cool. Like yeah. he's- One of my favorite like antagonists. He's like indie. He's like independent. That's what I think yeah. of him as, you know? Yeah. He's kind of like what I would call um, Darth Maul now. Right, yeah. Because Darth Maul, when he realized, like, man, the Emperor doesn't have my back, he's kind of like a free agent now, too. Yes, yeah, he took my legs. You know, <laughs> I don't got legs no more, that type of thing. Um, I, I, Again, I do hope it gets better, but I am I guess I'm kind of liking it. This um, turned my tide on, like, Rebels. I went back to watching Rebels. Right. I've been, like, on a binge about it a bit, been uh, going into season two and three, really enjoying it. It, it is, like, a real, like, adult show, I think, at a certain point. It's it not, switches. It switches. There's, like, a, a flavor change. It's more I've mature. only seen like some episodes of season one and it was very like for kids. And I felt the same way like oh, I, I couldn't get through it and then I did and then like okay. this show brought me back to it okay. to, to the to cartoon. Right. Um. So yeah that was Ahsoka. I've watched another series on, on a streaming platform that's huge gigantic uh, One Piece. One Piece it's a name. Never heard of it. A grand line. Never heard of it. Is it like the original only have a few episodes? Is that why? Well yeah there's only eight episodes so far on netflix but the original thing is that true like is that why i never heard of it uh you never heard of it but you know that it has a thousand and seventy five (laughs) episodes it's a really long stretching uh manga first ridiculous and then anime yeah it's the it's the most popular one obviously like it's run so long and people it's like one of those things like i think japan is like you will you read one piece that's the one you at least read you know like it's like a you know adults everyone reads uh manga and i think one piece is like the the staple you that's know? i that's i can't even comprehend that it has a thousand episodes yeah all there i'll tell you what like when they turn it to like anime it's filler it's like it's so yeah, long it can't stretching be all good they're all like 20 minutes long right uh-huh. and it's it's not all great. Um, and it's not just good. They just stretch out even the good scenes. So it's so long <laughs> because they don't want to catch up to the manga. Yeah, I thought Dragon Ball was long. No, no, no. That's small potatoes. <laughs> I mean, still good. But, all right. Well, so how's the show? I'm really enjoying I think there was a good translation of the anime. Really? Like, it's not a carbon copy of the characters. They just had good casting as far as having the same feeling of the characters, right? Okay. Uh, Luffy, Monkey D. Luffy, the main straw hat what? character. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll give you 411 on him. He ate the devil fruit and now he has gum gum powers. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about this. So anything you say, I'm going to think is true. So the whole world is, is pirates, right? There's, there's pirates. <laughs> and um, what's the name? Gold Roger got assassin got killed at the gallows and now his the one piece the gigantic treasure everyone's looking for it at the grand line right right <laughs> including monkey d luffy who's like this like optimistic guy who wants to become a king of the pirates and make a crew of himself for himself right make a whole pirate crew and he can stretch and blow up and he can like uh, be very like he, he can throw his punches very long <laughs> with his gum gum powers and so he, this whole season is him making like a pirate crew, going traveling around, fighting bad pirates, fighting the Marines who are trying to tap down <laughs> the, the, Marines. the Marines. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of Marines in the first season trying to tamp down the bad pirates. And so, so his crew are good pirates, though. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Good, that was gonna worry. And then he is recruiting like uh, Roronora Zoa, right? Who wants to be the greatest swordsman uh, ever. And he originally was a pirate hunter. That was the first person he recruited who is, a, oh, is actually a pirate hunter, becomes a member of a pirate crew, the first mate. And then there's Nami, who's like a, a female who's like a, a thief and becomes their navigator. And she's like the, the plucky one, I guess, on the team. And, like, um, and then uh, recently they, they joined Usopp into the crew, who is just like a, the sharpshooter of the team <laughs> with his slingshot right of course you know this because everyone reads one piece i'm liking ahsoka more and more <laughs> i th- honestly think you'd like the show because it's just like fun characters you get the optimism of the crew i think you like i said the casting is not a carbon copy of the characters but yeah. like nami doesn't look exactly like she does in the comic but you get her like attitude is all the same and i think you'll just like the character even if you haven't read the anime or, or read the manga or watched the anime i guarantee you i haven't you have uh, maybe give it a try i think it's on netflix so yeah we don't have really netflix right now i'm still like using like an old account on uh <laughs> my tablet that's not tied to the other one shh, shh, don't, tell <laughs> ne- don't, tell, don't tell netflix but um yeah okay i've tried watching netflix live action anime things that's your first mistake this was the first good one because I, I watched cowboy bebop a little bit a couple episodes yeah and i will say like i liked it and it got too anime-ish <laughs> yeah i think that's that's what everyone says is like it doesn't really work when you go to live action all the time because it's too anime-ish so this yeah. one doesn't they say it's just a little bit tempered down it's not too extreme like that okay with the characterization like the how they act yeah the look of it is still a lot like the anime though like people have orange green blue hair mm-hmm. people stretch out and the cg is kind of good oh it's, it's good it's pretty good um and then i think honestly i think the sets they look like a set but it looks like just like the anime and that's fun i mean it's it's not trying to look ultra realistic it's not like when you put batman in batman in uh in christopher nolan's gotham it's yeah. like trying to make it real it's not doing that it's just making it oh. look it looks like a set which is still fun okay but it's only eight episodes you said so far yeah i mean they're like 45 minute episodes though is it you said like is it releasing weekly or all all of them are out already all at once um this is the, just the first season so 20 more to come <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll wait till there's a thousand of these episodes then i'll start okay okay you'll never it's too much people do that with anime like yeah just don't even start anymore. It's way too too long. A friend of mine told me he started watching it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what episode are you on? And he's like 600 something. I'm like, what? <laughs> There's that many. I mean, I, I can't get into the anime, to be honest. I've watched like 150 and that's my stopping point. Uh, any show would be happy to have 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And this one's, one's a live action one too? Come on. Yes. I th- I heard they um already talked to the, the writer for the manga yeah and you know they have plans already for, like set in stone for season two like it's happening season two uh-huh. and then they're like we had like a minor conversation about seasons three to six <laughs> and then the writer's like yeah i hope really hope we do 12 seasons wow so like that's that's what we're dealing with here like the the hopes for this thing and it's really pop- like it's huge and pre- is this number great- one on netflix yeah it's number one on netflix 
the anime community accepted it. They really didn't like Cowboy Bebop. They were like, yeah, it's really? too, it, it's not. Because I kind of liked it. I know. <laughs> so maybe you'll like this. Like, it's it's cool. It's just fun. I think um, Netflix is, um, I think their plan is to develop live action anime because anime is so popular and people already know it. So they're kind of like, let's rope these already fans in. Yeah. Which I think is a good strategy. So I'm not really a fan of this. I don't know One Piece, but I think I'm going to jump on board when the Avatar show or whatever it is comes out because i like anime that's not anime <laughs> it's really good but it's not anime what are you talking about it's it's uh, american it's nickelodeon <laughs> i'm excited for that too it looks good like the the, sh- the still shots we've got of it so yeah, far because i really like the original anime so well, i like the live action probably <laughs> what do you think about the manga <laughs> I read it in reverse. It's like, I can't believe they're making this M. Night Shyamalan movie into a cartoon. I like that movie too. Uh, yeah, I, I will say this. I miss Netflix. You miss it? Yeah. I miss having a, like an enormous catalog. Oh, you think the other ones are not living up? No. Because we do have the other ones. Yeah. Um, Disney Plus probably has the smallest catalog. And I watch only the most popular things on there. As far as like the brand new stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm, I really thought I would go back to the old stuff, but I'm not like Boy Meets World or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Max does have a big catalog, but it's mostly movies and and I kind of, I don't sit and just watch a movie. I kind of sit and watch a TV show. Right. In your free time. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And uh, Netflix, I think, has a lot of stuff I would want to check out. And a lot of it maybe is like um, foreign stuff. Oh, okay. But I mean, I'll, I'll check that out more than I'll probably watch, uh, you know, some movie on Apple TV. You're more likely to give that a try. It's funny you say this. Yeah. I was like, you know, exploring the app a bit. I saw there's a new series about wrestling on Netflix. Oh, okay. I'm going to get Netflix. There's like a documentary thing like a couple episodes or whatever yeah oh this might be i should tell my brother about this uh yeah i right now all i'm watching is hulu because i pay for like the live tv on hulu yeah and youtube yeah that's right yeah Yeah. so i think i'm gonna try to get netflix again do it i mean i'm not finding you on that (laughs) of course i can use it on the i'm not gonna share my password with you (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm only halfway done with One Piece, but, uh, I'm really enjoying it so far as a fan already. So is the cartoon over? No, it's still going. And the manga's not over. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's still going. (sighs) All right. No, no plans on slowing down. There was, there was like Game of Thrones all over again. Yeah. And really there's one writer, right? And it's such a long stretching thing. Whenever like these writers have like health scares, like the whole like news cycle is about, I was on it. (laughs) It was just like, finish it. Yes, it's true. (laughs) Everyone's like, holy crap. Like he's taking a break. That's not good. Uh, I'm not going to watch it. I'll say that. (laughs) Dang it. I didn't convert anybody here. Fine. Uh, Well, maybe I'll watch it. It's just because you're watching. That's that's a yes. Usually when I watch the stuff you're watching, it's because you're already watching it on the TV. Right. (laughs) Fine. I'll have to show you on my tablet. (laughs) See? See? So this guy's a bad guy. That's a good guy. Uh, I'm not interested. (laughs) That's my thought. We're going to land. Anything else you want to bring up? Uh, That's all I wanted to talk about. The One Piece. All right. Uh, Guys, thank you for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Find us in all your podcast platforms. Uh, And if you can, please leave a review. That'd be awesome. That would be such a great favor to us. You can also uh, find us on Instagram, X, Facebook, 
all of those things, all the social medias, we're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe there too. Follow us there. So what is it called now when you tweet something? Oh, right. I think there's a thing. It's like, it's like an X note or something like that. X. That's what it's called? I'm just making that up. I, there is a <laughs> new name for it though. It's not a tweet. Because uh, there's no like version of that for like X. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure what it is. I know there's a, um. it's still on the Twitter domain. It's called Twitter.com still, which is so yeah. finicky. I mean, you're going to do that, but... Maybe they couldn't get X.com. Who has that? Don't change it then. <laughs> no, I, I think they'll change it back. Maybe, maybe. We'll talk We'll talk to Elon. So. All right. Uh, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Daniel, could you hear me with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. Bye. Bye.